0: All you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. On Monday, May 20th, Amy Nelson's gonna come on and we're gonna talk social media, but specifically how to drive revenue and connect with important stakeholders that matter to you in your business using social media. The next day we have Nosheen Chen and she's gonna lead a presentation about how to become a better communicator, how to increase those skills faster because that's gonna help you not just connect with new people, new clients, but also get your idea across better ton of takeaways in that presentation. And all you have to do to sign up and join and get all the links that you need is smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Again, one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Join us on our Expert Advantage Workshop Series. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. AskPat. AskPat.com. AskPat.com. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1148 of AskPat 2.0. And as we're coming into the end of the year here, we always love to do these special Where Are They Now episodes. And today we're speaking with Emery from Byland.co, B Y L A N D.co, as in travel by land, not by sea. He had a hobby website about backpacking back in episode 1026. This was about a couple years ago, and that was titled, How Can I Monetize My Hobby Website? Can it even make money? And today we're going to get an update from Emery to see how things are going and a couple other things have happened in his life, namely two little human beings that he has made uh, with his wife. And so he and his wife and his two kids are now a part of a journey and a trail of business and entrepreneurship and a website again at buyland.co. And this was a really fun update. It was really good to hear Emory's thoughts about, well, where he's headed now with two little ones and can't wait to have you hear the update too so let's not wait any further here he is emery wagner from byland.co emery welcome back to ask pat thanks for uh joining us again and looking forward to this update dude how are things going with you really quick
1: things are good man i think maybe since the last time we spoke i have two kids so
0: congratulations to yeah man <laughs> just had laptop. another
1: one man
0: Dude, congrats on that. What is life like as a parent for you now?
1: Dude, it's so good. There's nothing else I care more about. Like, It's totally flip flop my outlook on stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's just great, man. I feel super blessed.
0: I hear you on that one. What has been the most challenging thing for you now as a, as a parent who also is doing stuff online and has these goals and, and all those sorts of things all mixed in one bag?
1: So that big mixed bag, For me, it's been rearranging my, you know, goals and to have everything flow together. One of the biggest challenges, like the last time we spoke, you know, I I do a lot of backpacking and stuff like that and outdoor stuff. And I had an experience last year where it totally the bottom dropped out of my enjoyment bucket. So I went Mm -hmm. out alone like I normally would, but I missed my family so much that I was like, this is not fun. This is no longer fun. So I've had to reframe where my enjoyment comes from with the outdoors and kind of reconnect in a different way with the outdoors. And so me now looks more like instead of going on these epic solo trips and the PCT and stuff like that, I bring my family and I get so much more enjoyment out of like a quarter mile walk than I could out of like 2000 miles. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And this is funny because this is not uncommon to have something happen in a person's life as a business owner and to just not enjoy what they were once doing before whether that's having kids or some other life moment of some kind and i'm really really curious and i want to dive into this transition and sort of what you've done because the last time you were on in episode 1026 it was very much it was it was byland right Mm -hmm. which is the name of your brand still named as such it's still byland and it was very much about like the epic backpacking trips and the resource lists for all that and Now it's completely different. Like, how did you make this transition? Was it scary, or was it like a big announcement? Hey, guys, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm doing this. Like, tell me how you transitioned. That's that's not an easy thing to do.
1: Well, by land has always been an evolution of a journey, and it started as a journey. It started as a way for me to document that journey for other mm-hmm. people to learn from, and share my mistakes and my triumphs and all that different stuff, and share the experience. And Sometimes I find myself pigeonholed into in these different buckets and I was finding myself going down. I didn't really know what I was going down into. I was just chasing these different ideas down. And then I kind of came up and I was talking to it with my wife and I was like, I just want to help people backpack better and have a better time in the outdoors versus whatever paths I was going down. Like, oh, it's just Emery in the outdoors and here's an epic adventure. Let me show off to you. Now it's more like, no, you show off to me. How you enjoy, and let me help you along that way. Help me reach that goal that you have. And that's, and we can talk about it, but that's kind of what kicked off. I started a backpacking course. And and that's kind of what I've been focusing on is just like helping people backpack better on the podcast. I say, Welcome to Better Backpacking YouTube channel, Welcome to Better Backpacking. That's my thing. And it's, we all do different things and we all have different styles, but at the base, at the foundation of it, it's this outdoor skills. And Byland has been just growing as a journey. And so I actually just been telling my audience like, hey, this is an evolution. This is what's changed for me. And I was very transparent. I shot a little video about that experience I had. I still intend on going alone. I still intend on doing these things, but I needed to reestablish my relationship with the outdoors in a way that made more sense with the changes that had happened in my life. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and something that brings you joy again, because I would imagine that it just wasn't bringing you joy anymore and that now you are a father and you're bringing Mm -hmm. your family along. I'm just curious. I thought it was potentially going to be a, hey, now we're a family backpacking business versus like go solo. But it doesn't seem like it's like that. It's like, hey, this is where I'm at in life now. You can come here with me here or check out my other stuff here. And it's just like wherever you're at, I'm here to help you get better at it, whatever your goals are.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a mix of everything, right? And that's, it sounds kind of confusing, but at the same time, I think a lot of families struggle getting outdoors. A lot of people struggle being alone in the outdoors. A lot of people struggle learning a new skill set, And these are all part of my journey that I'm trying to share with other people and say, Hey, I get it. I understand. Like I've been there with you. I've been with that, been in that spot where I'm like, how the heck am I supposed to take this baby backpacking? But we did it. We hiked three miles in three miles out, stayed overnight with a nine-month-old baby and a couple of dogs. And we survived. And I was like, holy cow, we can do this. Other people can do this. And that one experience like, inspired others to even just go on a hike. Like A buddy of mine was like, there's no reason why I can't go camping with my baby. And I was like, yeah, dude, there's no reason why you can't go camping with your baby. Just yeah. be smart and baby steps along, you know? So yeah, it's a journey, man. It's the whole thing is bunch of different things. But th- at the core of it, the whole thing is by land is about backpacking. That's kind of what I'm focusing on. That's the umbrella.
0: Right. I love that. I, I want to learn more about your course. When did the course come into play? What gave you the idea? How did you get started with it?
1: I love coaching people. I love educating people. I've always just been attracted to that and had all this knowledge and I wanted a place to put it. And so I was like, you know what, people are doing these courses. Why don't I just give that a shot? And so to be honest with you, it took me a very long time. I wanted to do it the right way. It took me a year and a half. And I know that might sound like a long time, but I did the entire thing myself. I did the research leading up to it as what I wanted to put into it. And then I wrote all the content I had to have. There's over 60 videos, tiny videos, short videos in this course so 60 videos, I had to come up with content, had to be organized. I learned so much. I did the editing, but I wanted to do it myself because I wanted to learn the process as a jumping off point. And I'm super proud of it. And it basically came out of me being like, what am I going to do? How can I turn this into a business? And maybe teaching backpacking to those that want to reduce the learning curve, kind of jumpstart their enjoyment. And they're in that spot. There's a certain segment of people Probably mid 20s to early 30s, mid 30s, maybe even 40s, that are like, I don't want to spend, I don't have the time to spend hiking 2000 miles on the PCT or going every single weekend. I want to just go and have a good time, but I don't want to have the misery that goes along with it that can often happen when you don't know what you're doing. So, yeah, it's like comprehensive from like foundational stuff to like the advanced stuff. And the advanced backpacking skills are not that advanced, they're just things that you end up learning down the road.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. When did the course launch?
1: It launched at the end of the summer, which is a bit of a bummer. I planned on having it in the spring, but...
0: a oh, pre-summer. So Pre-summer, yeah.
1: My goal was March, but COVID and everything else uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> happened. And I'm like, you know what? It'll launch when it launches. Have goals, learn to adjust. I think I put it out there in September, which is mm-hmm. definitely the tail end of backpacking season. But... It was good for me. And it was a big load off and I've kind of just relaxed ever since, you know?
0: Nice. How has it been going for you? And how did you market it?
1: Well, so that's where I definitely needed to spend a little more time. I spent so much time on this course. There's so many mornings and evenings and like moments of stress trying to figure this whole thing out that when I was done, I felt like I just needed to get it off my plate. And it had I looking back now, I kind of knew what I was not doing right. But there was part of it was like, you just need to get this first push out of the way. Like you need to get you out of the way. You need to get this first one out of the way and you can always redo the launch and reattack. You know, I listened to a lot of different podcasts like yourself about like, hey, there's going to be a first one. <laughs> Let it happen, right? <laughs> and I kind of knew that I was like, you know, there's a right and wrong way to do this, but I just need to get this done. So I put it out there, put it out to a few folks. I made some sales, but I've kind of had to take a break from it. I've been focusing on those people to make sure they have the right experience that I want them to have. And I figure it, like three people bought it, right? It's not a huge number. What's strange is that I had almost 60 people on a waiting list and only three of those people purchased it, which is strange to me, but maybe they're just in a different place now or maybe the price was not what they expected it to be. I originally sold it, I had it listed for $300 and I since dropped it to two just, you know, to play around with stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I offered like a discount to those original people, but it's been an interesting learning experience. I need to go back and like mature it a little bit more and and push some more emails out to people and and expand on it. But if I'm being completely honest, I was a little burned out on the thing for a minute and I needed to take a breather.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And thank (laughs) you for that honesty. And and that's a very common thing. And I'm thankful that you mentioned there will be more launches. You will learn, you'll get better. Because a lot of times, especially when we lead into our first launch, we hear about these other people who got six-figure launches and like all these systems in place. And I'm just so thankful that you, like how we should all do is like, okay, like do as best as you can with the energy that you have and put it out there because you'll do another one and do it better. And we might even consider this first round as beta testers who are going through it. You're ensuring their success when they have that success and they start sharing stories with you about how they're backpacking with their families and whatnot. I mean, that's going to light you up again. Yeah. And that's going to remind you why you need to go out and then start letting these other people know. As far as the people on the wait list, that's a very common thing. You have a lot of people who are like, yeah, sure, I'm waiting. I mean, there's 500,000 people waiting for the Tesla Cybertruck. Right. But I have no idea if half of them will buy it. I mean, we don't know because it's it's one thing to say, like, I, I want it. It's another thing to vote with your dollars. But that list is going to be very important because those are people who at one moment in time were excited about it. And you can utilize them for surveys. We can learn more about who those people are initially so we can better connect with people later on our sales page. And you might even ask them, like, why did not buy this first time around? And you can get some very clear answers, which the fact that, again, you have that email list is huge. That's Mm -hmm. that's a huge asset. Even if people didn't buy, it's still a learning thing. But like I said, the fact that you have people buy in and of itself is huge. Like, there's more people out there like that, so that hopefully is encouraging. Yeah,
1: and it. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I'm so proud of it. Like, I was going through the editing stuff, and sometimes I was like, "Wow, I can't even believe I wrote this. I can't believe I put this together." Like, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, and not not to like soothe myself on that, but I was. I'm really proud of it. And I and I've had every single person that's taken the course. I don't know them. They're complete strangers to me for the most part. They might know what I'm up to, but they have no dog in the fight of making me feel good. They're customers. And they've come back and been like, wow, like this is, this is really helpful. And to me, even if it's three people, it means the world to me. Like those are three people that are going to go off and use that information. And there's going to be another three people. and There's going to be another three people. And then I forgot to mention, but recently a guy reached out to me who's a personal trainer for Trekkers. He's from Australia. Uh And he reached out and he was like, hey, he helped me out with uh, the physical training portion of the. Of the course, so that's in there, like physical prep. And he's like, "Hey, can I partner with you to buy a a batch of your courses to give to my students as like you know an upsell for him?" And I was like, "Yes, you can,
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude. That's so cool. I mean, this is prime and ready for for much more reach. And the fact that you're just taking a little bit break from it and whatever, you're going to come back even stronger. And just want to say I'm proud of you for that because that's that's not an easy task for sure and you're taking the exact right approach in terms of the mindset behind it for sure. So, yeah, whenever your next big launch is, let me know. I can give you some pointers. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff on the podcast and whatnot where you can go get some more. So, can I ask
1: you how that works? Yeah. I, I keep hearing about these like relaunches and you can always relaunch, but I've only done one. And it, to be honest with you, it's more of a, a beta launch for the most part, right? Exactly. So, that's out of the way. I've seen it go down one time. I can, I know I can do a million things better, but. When people talk about relaunches, what the heck are they talking about? Because I feel like that could be such a mixed bag.
0: It could be. I mean, there's many ways to do it. But generally speaking, the idea is we are going to make a big deal about this course in an event-like manner during these dates. Okay. Meaning, and I don't know if, is your course currently available? Like people could buy it right now or is it still sort of closed. It is. Okay. So a relaunch would be something like, you're going to make a big announcement that there's some special deal and special bonuses in it. Maybe you start to add a, maybe you have a special module or a special bonus module that's coming out or something mm. with some other players in the space or, or what have you just make a big deal about it. And then you at some point will then remove those bonuses. Maybe the discount goes away or whatnot. I mean, maybe I would make it two ninety nine, And then during this launch, make it like because it's that right, right now, or what have you. And that way, it's just this is the moment to make a decision. That's the thing. You're helping people go, Oh, I'm going to miss out on something if I don't make a decision. Because if it's available all the time and there's no incentive to make a decision now, then anybody can always go, Well, I'll, I'll get it next week. I'll get it next month. Versus, Oh, on this date, like the bonuses go away. I have to make a decision one way or another. And then you earn trust. You share some of the results from your previous students in there. This all helps people feel a little bit better about it. And then the cart closes or that bonus goes away, the discount goes away, and then it's back to sort of evergreen for now until you go about it again. Okay. And then what's cool is you can also work with that cohort of students who come in at the same time too. You can have maybe the bonuses, a couple calls with you, with the rest of the group who's all in there. And that becomes a big incentive too. So again, it's just, as, as a marketer, our job is to help people make decisions on things and reduce confusion for them on the decision-making process. So that's kind of what you could do pre-2021 or like a spring sale, if you will, leading into next summer. And and having a few moments like that during the year can be really interesting. Maybe it's Cyber Monday. I don't know. But that's that's kind of what relaunching means in a nutshell. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and looking back now, I'm like, you know, I wanted to launch it in the spring, but maybe it's best that I did the beta launch in the fall so I can get ready for spring. I mean, everything happens for a reason, right? And so I've learned long ago to just go with it and see what happens and have goals, but, you know, adjust if you need to. So maybe this is for the best. And I, I think spring's probably the, you know, people are looking at like, oh, I didn't backpack this summer. I should right. learn, or, you know, so spring's a really good time for that.
0: Yeah, I think so. And by then you'll have people who have taken this course already, your beta students, if you, if you want to call them that. And on your podcast, in your content, on your blog, highlight their stories talk about their before talk about their after and just naturally they're going to mention your course and the course is going to come up naturally it's just going to be a perfect testimonial that leads into other people going oh my gosh i want to do the same thing i'm just like them and where can i go get this course oh sign up here for the waitlist because on this date we're going to announce some special things that go along with it and maybe a giveaway of a backpack i don't know there's a whole you can structure that any which way you want but I think that's kind of the next big step for you as far as the course is concerned.
1: Undertaking the course was overwhelming. I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. But But you did it. I did it. And I'm proud of it. But then I was like, now the marketing is like, it's just overwhelming, you know, when you like, it can be very overwhelming, but also very rewarding. So I'm in the next overwhelming stage.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. I I think the biggest thing to guide you would be to, And it's so great that you know this course is gonna be helpful for people. The the fact that you're proud of it and confident with it is huge because a lot of people sell things they're not so sure about. And that's where you start to play that dangerous game of, hey, let me sell you this thing, but I'm not sure it's actually helpful. And that's playing in not so great territory. Or you just don't share messages or send emails or talk about your thing in a way that comes across as confident. And if you're not confident in it, how in the world can you convince somebody else to buy it? So you've already passed step one, which is creating something amazing and are confident in it. Now you have some beta students to unlock even more confidence. Mm -hmm. And what the, the big driver for any marketing should be, like, I have a responsibility for people who need this in their life to let them know about it and to not force them into it, but to just have a conversation to a point where... This course becomes a natural conclusion to that conversation.
1: Sure. I wanted to let you know, I, I just remembered, I think last time when we spoke, we had kind of talked about is this the right thing to do? You know, like just, you know, is backpacking something people would be interested in and like eventually building a business out of? And you encouraged me to keep moving with that. And I realized after this course, one of the, one of the, I don't know if guilty realizations are a thing in entrepreneurship. <laughs> One of my main mantras since starting Byland has been breaking down barriers to entry, whatever they might be. Afraid of the cold, afraid of the rain, afraid of animals in the dark, you know, a number of different things. And I had this moment after I launched the course that maybe I was becoming the barrier to someone's entry.
0: Or you were putting up a barrier?
1: Yeah, a monetary Mm -hmm. barrier. And I wrestled with that. I told my wife about it. I was like, I need to tell you something. I just had... uh, a thought and she was like, whoa, that seems really heavy because it really broke my heart for a minute. And I'm like, wow, that's
0: how how, did I just be? You should have given this away for free potentially kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah.
1: because backpacking can, can give back to you. And I'm like, am I preventing people that need backpacking in their life from getting backpacking in their life? And here's the
0: thing. Yeah. I thought the exact same thing before too. And this is when I started launching my courses because I had given everything away for free for so long. But then somebody told me, you know what, these courses... Number one, you're not taking anything away from people who are already getting access to your free stuff. You can still help people. You have not put up any barriers. What you're doing is you're providing a container and a space for people to invest in themselves even more, Mm -hmm. right? And it sounds like you came to the same conclusion as well, that this is something that's of service to those who want to go deeper, who are willing to invest. In fact, people who do invest in themselves usually have better outcomes mm-hmm. because they're skin in the game, yep. but you're not taking all your free stuff and going, Hey guys, actually, you can't have this anymore unless right. you pay. Sometimes it feels that way, yeah. but you're just adding on for those who want to go deeper.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, I talked to a couple of people about that and that's essentially what I came back to was, Hey, you're not taking away from anyone. You're just giving an opportunity for this nice condensed piece of information for people to jumpstart the journey and whatever if they choose to do that. But you can cause people are like, well, why would I do that when I can just find it on the internet? I'm like, you can learn anything you want on the internet. It could take you a very long time to to figure it all out. So
0: exactly. And plus a little bit more attention from you and perhaps other students in the community as well. Yeah. And that's what they're paying for too. So I'm I'm glad you came to that same conclusion because I was gonna work really hard to try and make you think that if you if you didn't already. So that's That's good. Emery, this has been such a cool update. And I'm just so proud of you for what you've built in this transition and how you've injected your family into this in a way where you can bring joy back to being outside and enjoying the earth in in the way that you initially did before when you were just you. And I love that you've been sharing this and have been building community and sharing this with your crowd at the same time. And what advice would you give to somebody who is in that moment in their business right now where They are also going through a life transition. And this is many people now during the pandemic, of course. They're trying to figure out where they should be going and are a little bit confused right now. Based on your experience, having walked through this trail already, if you will, (laughs) um, what can you offer for them?
1: Man, I think it just comes down to really honing in on your values. Like, what do you value the most? And what brings you happiness? I was telling my wife, I'm like, you know... Like my family, my happiness, and then backpacking. Those are my top three things, right? And if I can fit those things into what I'm doing and what I want to make money at eventually one day, then great. But I think it just comes back to your value structure, reassessing your value structure. Because, and I, and I will say, I believe it changes as you grow up. Completely. It always changes. So the values that I had as a, as a young kid are different than what they are now. And so if you're trying to implement old values on a new system, <laughs> or vice versa, or whatever you want to look at that, I think you're going to run into a lot of rub. So I think trying to move with the wind instead of going against it, you know, like maybe those sailors out there know this, but like, you know, you're going with the wind and and manipulate the wind to your own advantage, you know? So that's kind of how I'm looking at it now and being honest with myself about where I'm at and what I'm doing. So I don't know if that answers the question, but that's kind of how I'm adjusting to changes.
0: It does. And that's that's absolutely huge. And I think people are going through those moments right now. And that was very profound. So Emery, thank you so much. One more time, where can people go to to follow your journey on your trail?
1: Byland.co is the website. I have a podcast, the Byland podcast is on there. And then the course is on there as well. So it'll bring you to I'm using Teachable. So you'll be brought over to Teachable if you decide to go that way. So
0: sweet. And Byland, B-Y-L-A-N-D. Correct. Yep. Cool. Emery, this was amazing. Thank you so much for your time again and good luck to you and and keep going. You're awesome.
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Hope you enjoyed that update from Emery. Again, you can find his website and podcast and all the good things at by Byland, b y l a n d dot co. Emery, thank you so much and congrats on the little ones again and and appreciate you for coming on and being vulnerable with us and sharing exactly how things are going and what is coming up. I'm I'm really excited for you and and the course and everything. So well done, my friend. I appreciate you. And for those of you listening at home, in the car, with the dogs, at the gym, wherever, I appreciate you too. It means the world to me that you spend time here on the show. And you know, I'm here in my office right now. I'm looking around and there's literally nobody here, obviously, because I can't have anybody in the room with me when I'm recording these episodes, but I know you're there on the other end eventually. And it just, I'm so grateful for that. So thank you so much. If you happen to have a chance to leave a review for the show on ASPAT, and that's gonna be on Apple Podcasts primarily, if possible, that would be amazing. And I look forward to serving you with more episodes, not just through the end of the year here, but into 2021. We're gonna make 2021 awesome. I mean, 2020 was pretty rough. Obviously, hopefully, We all have our heads above water and we're supporting each other. And thank you to those of you who have joined the community over at smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. And I'm looking forward to working with you guys and and everybody else here uh, into 2021, no matter how that looks. I'm here to serve and I appreciate you for allowing me to do so. So cheers. Thank you so much. And hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And take care. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Team Flynn for the win. Hey there. Thank you for listening to ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show for now, at least in this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects.